Satnam and welcome, welcome, and happy full moon in Cancer today, Sovereign Woman. Welcome, welcome. So this full moon is so potent, and it's definitely one that we can all sense emotionally because it's making us come into some really deep karmic lessons that once we bring awareness to them with a lot of compassion, we can actually learn to reprogram these destinies and paths that we've set for our soul. And so today we're going to be talking about how to master your emotions and all of this so that you can heal your body, mind, and spirit. Happy full morning, Cancer. Satnam. I am Jyotira Jipkor, and I help women entrepreneurs self-master their mind so they can heal body, mind, and spirit all through my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and Spiritual Psychotherapy. And this is our movement of women just like you reclaiming their sovereignty and taking their sovereignty back. So welcome and thank you so much for being here. Satnam. Good morning, beautiful Prima. How are you, Monica? For those catching over here in uh, Instagram world, Satnam, happy full moon in cancer for my friends over here on Facebook. What's happening? Love you all so much. Uh, happy moon day, double moon day, because it literally is a full moon today in the sign of cancer. And it is moon Monday. Every Monday is reflected with the energies of the moon. And the moon is very much recognized to be as a very uh, emotional type of a characteristic. And that's why for me, astrology has become such an important science. It is the oldest science ever to exist. And the characteristics and psychology behind the planets and how they're positioned during your time and space in this consciousness can really paint a really clear picture as to what you may be going on, maybe going on with you personally, and also how you can use this energy to use like meditation practices and certain rituals to help you, like I said, go deep into the subconscious and rewrite, rewrite those patterns because, you know, just the way that the moon of impacts the tides of the ocean, uh, depending on the moon cycles, the tides of the ocean are creating different types of rippling effects. We too are very much impacted by the moon cycles and especially we're made of mostly water. So you can only imagine why these full moons are so epic and also understand why our ancestors honored these times of closing of chapters of allowing ourselves to gain more awareness and if you're a meditator and if you're a kundalini yogi then this is an important day for rewriting subconscious patterns and becoming aware of them so what we're going to do today is first i'm going to give you a little bit of an overview of uh, this full moon in cancer because it's not just the full moon in cancer and even you specifically with like pure astrological chart so it's like everyone's like well how could one you know astrology reading be for everyone well the truth is it's deeper than that and you can all of us can now go online and we can print or even just pull up an, uh, our own specific birth chart which you can you need you do need your birth um, uh, time what time you were born and where you were born that will help you a lot because it's it becomes really specific but basically when you were born the cosmos the planets were in a specific position and that became your astrological chart and that's why when you know your astrological chart if you're like for, for example like a capricorn it goes deeper than that because there are aspects of your astrological chart that then point more specifically to how you also relate to the energy as a whole 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer you an overview of the full moon in Cancer, the themes, what you may be going through. And then we're going to talk about emotions because full moons are emotional, but in Cancer, it's like double the emotion because Cancer, the sign is a very, very emotional sign that is ruled by the moon of emotions. And so it can bring up a lot. It also is the sign of, of the home and the divine feminine. And the, and the divine feminine can also be looked at, especially as like our mother. And a lot of the times these cancer energies can bring up a lot of like mother wounds and things that are unresolved uh, specifically with our mothers. And this specific full moon, not only is it influenced by all of these emotions, but like I said, around it, there's all this different type of energy that's creating what can feel very chaotic energy, confusion, and a lot of just not feeling grounded. And some of that has to do with the influence of, for example, Mercury going retrograde. It just happened on Friday and it's not going to go direct until uh, February 4th. And I know there's a lot of like cliche around Mercury retrograde and there is no good or bad. However, when it does go retrograde, it happens three to four times a year, usually three times. This time it's this year, it's four times. And it's it, right now it's going retrograde in the sign of Aquarius, which is, is about humanity. So when it goes retrograde, it allows us to kind of review, to become aware and to be careful with communication mishaps, but also to look at and review. I see it as what is not working and what are my motives, as re especially as it relates to myself and how I show up in my communities and how I show up in the world. And so it doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing, but it can create a lot of confusion and it can create a lot of chaos associated with technology to things breaking. So this full moon has that influence as well as like you got Venus retrograde right now. Venus is the planet of beauty, is the planet of relationships. And when she goes retrograde and it's also the planet of prosperity, it's a review. It's a review of relationships. It's a review of how our own beauty and how we show up in, as beautiful in this world. It's, it's a review of how we uh, relate to our money our prosperity and how we make our money. And that's why if it feels stagnant, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Retrograde just means review, review so that as the planets go direct, you'll start to gain that momentum and that energy of clarity, right? It's not only an untrained mind, one that is doing things out of competition or to prove something would feel that it, there is stagnancy. You have to understand cycles, just like the moon. We go through cycles in our personal relationships, in our businesses, with ourselves, right? And so these, these, these two energies kind of can create this challenging energy that can make this full moon in cancer very foggy because we're trying to not only balance our home within and our homes, literally, but also like our business and our lives because the influence is that's pulling us is this Capricornian in influence where the big challenge that we're all facing right now that really makes us feel like this full moon feels heavy is this this Pluto energy. What's happening right now, right as the moon is going uh, full in Cancer, Pluto is sitting right across from the sun. And this is big because it doesn't happen a lot. And when it does, Pluto is a death of rebirth of transformation and guess what karmic lessons because pluto pulls out the shadows and brings them to the light
And a lot of people might be pointing the finger at the shadows that are coming out in other people. But remember, as above, so below. And what you see in another is because it's in you. So the shadow you see another, instead of victimizing yourself and putting yourself in these same programs of it's them, they are the problem. What can I learn? What can I do about this awareness that's being brought up from the light? Because that's what shadow work really is. It's something very sacred that not a lot of people are willing to do because it's easier to be a victim or it's easier to to basically blame, blame something outside of yourself. And that's why it feels uncomfortable. That's the only reason why it feels uncomfortable because these shadows are being brought up to the light in this full moon, which is already emotional, which is asking you to kind of like, hey, look at your, and assess all of your life. And these shadows, if you're not someone who, who has an intimate relationship with herself, if you're not someone that knows herself and her triggers can be very, very, very uncomfortable. On top of that, this is just the tip of the iceberg because tomorrow we have some bigger energy happening. We have big conceptual changes of our awareness and how we experience this world happening in one week. Big changes. We got the full moon in Cancer. Tomorrow we got Uranus, who is the planet of rebellion, of shocking truths and changes, finally going direct after it's been retrograde for almost five months. So when it goes direct, it can bring like the tarot card of the tower collapse and things just changing very abruptly and very, very quickly. So there could be epiphanies, right? If you're centered and grounded, or there could also be shocking truths that are being revealed that can be hard for those that are not ready to see what the sun is exposing, right? Not ready to to become self-aware, which is the highest virtue one can have. And truly, it's the pathway to self-mastery, which is what I coach and train around, which we'll talk about in a moment as we talk about how to master our emotions, right? And so the full moon has a lot of influences from these big changes that are happening, going into Aquarius season, leaving Capricorn season, and all of us can feel it and we can sense it. And the thing is, is that the bigger the feeling, the bigger the healing. And we as a society... Not only have we not been taught how to feel and process emotions, but also we haven't really been given the space to honor them and to even accept and become aware of them. It's almost like emotions have become our enemy and something that needs to be, we need to run away from. So today I want to talk about how to reach a level of self-mastery in your life by by mastering your emotions. And self-mastery a lot of people think, well, that sounds impossible. How could I ever self-master? And what am I self-mastering? Well, the truth is, like I said at the beginning, is that at the root cause of all physical illness, there's an emotion. There's some uh, unstable energy, which is what is energy. Emotions are energy in motion, right? And beyond control, self-mastery is self-awareness. You cannot change what you're not aware of. And we are a society that has no introception tools, practices, modalities like meditation as a priority. And that is why so many nervous systems are crashing, why people continue to get caught in these loopholes of the same karmic lessons being repeated over and over again, and why ultimately we become physically ill. Because if we are not mastering our emotions, they end up as ultimately in the last place they end up is in your physical body as an illness. And we've been talking a lot about the body this month on the podcast. So go check out Sovereign Woman Podcast 
on Spotify, on Apple, everywhere. It's um, you, you can stream podcasts, you can catch it. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for those that have also left cool comments on there. Highly, highly appreciate it. But in essence, you know, the body is such an advanced technological machine that if we understood its capabilities of healing, we would surrender and see even illness in a completely different manner. And what we are now seeing, and thankfully, this is the big awakening that is happening, is that we have become a society that only treats symptoms and does not address the lifestyle issues, which really are lifestyle issues of the foods we're eating, the environments we're around, all stem back to an emotional problem, to uh, basically a trauma or some type of inner child program or societal program, cultural program, religious program that has basically uh, governed our lives. And this is what the big awakening is, is that is basically of finding deep rooted solutions, not just a bandaid to cover up the symptoms. And it goes back to emotions and it goes back to having the tools to self master those emotions, which ultimately means learning to become aware of them. And what I'll share with you next, which is the three things you need to remember and follow in order to be able to do this so that you can heal body, mind, and spirit, not just put a bandaid on the symptoms on the body. And then later, four or five months later, get another disease and another disease. You know, one of the things that I shared with uh, with uh, you all last week on the podcast was how through my kundalini yoga therapist uh, training and my program one of the things that uh, my teacher told us and she's a, a full-fledged doctor she's a medical doctor who was also a kundalini yoga therapist and uses the therapy also with her clients and she was talking to us about how basically like 70 to even higher percentage amount of uh, pharmaceuticals are all placebo effect and that if more doctors spoke about this, that basically the pharmaceutical industry would go completely bankrupt. And placebo means that if someone tells you something and you, you, you do it or you take it and they tell you it's going to make you feel better, that you basically, because you believe that, you basically create that experience. But we have to remember there's also the nocebo effect, which nocebo effect is if you think something is negative or, or you're thinking in the fear-based, then that also is creating those chemicals in the body that, that, that are then creating the illness, which then goes back again to what I've been talking about, which is your emotions. Because if we don't deal with your emotions, the nocebo is going to take over. Your placebo, if you are only uh, basically relying on things outside of you for that placebo effect, then ultimately that is what will create the suffering or will create symptoms, which goes back to why in this new age of consciousness, the age of Aquarius, it's about self-experience and about also awakening to the fact that God, our highest consciousness, the divinity does not lie outside of us. And she, he, whatever you see, this highest consciousness is not in a building, is not in a somewhere outside where you can go and find her. That is the hero's journey that we all end up coming back home. In essence, creating a safe temple from within so that we can self-realize the God within us. And to create a safe temple means you learn to master your emotions. And so the three steps or the three basic framework to follow in order for you to really know that you're on the path of self-mastery is pretty simple, yet 
not a lot of people are taking it because it does take a lot of courage and sovereignty. And the first thing, and especially this full moon in Cancer where your emotions may feel really erratic, how can I apply what she's telling me right now to what I'm going through and processing specifically? So number one, this is key. And this is one thing that we were not taught and it's a big reprogramming that we must do. And that is that emotions, there is no good or bad emotion, period. There is no good or bad emotion there is only when you get sick is because you've been in a prolonged emotion for a very long time. So fear is not bad, but if you stay in fear for 42 days, we're going to have a problem. Same thing with stress. Stress is not bad. It means the world is demanding a lot of you. You are leveling up. You're growing. There's change. There's transformation. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to Look at it as bad and create these emotions of, of fear, or are you going to have tools to process? Same thing with emotions. And we've been told anger is bad. Jealousy is bad. You shouldn't be envious. That's, that's the shadow that we want to hide. And the problem is, is that without a practice of self-awareness, then you're not going to not only become aware of these emotions, but you're also going to suppress them. And that's what becomes a shadow that then you project out onto the world. And then that is creating your experience. You think life is unfair? It's what you're suppressing inside of you. And it goes back to this thought that emotions are bad. It's not good or bad. It's learning how not to stay in prolonged lower frequency emotions, which leads us to the next step. The next step towards self-mastery that's key is you need awareness because the problem is lack of awareness. Again, self-mastery is not controlling. Self-mastery is awareness, awareness, emotional intelligence. Can you reach a level of consciousness of enlightenment perhaps where you do not go ever in a state of consciousness of fear and stay in the high vibratory frequency of love 100%? In fact, that's why you incarnated. Whether you want to do it in this lifetime or another, it's up to you. You, get, you can delay it as long as you want and there's no good or bad. God, highest consciousness is always just saying yes in a very neutral mind. Yes to you, whatever you want. Yes. However, awareness really freaks people out. Not, it's not even the, feed, the shadows. It's deeper than that. And it's this quote that I believe... Marianne Williamson has been quoted as saying it, but also I've heard Mandela. So who knows where it really came from, A Course in Miracles. But it is not really our, our shadows that actually are, we're afraid of. It's actually our light. It's coming into that light. It's finally being in a state of consciousness where you don't have those programs and stories. It feels uncomfortable. That's what, what's actually uncomfortable. And then the other part is people like, that sense of courage to go for self-awareness because they're afraid of what they'll find. They're afraid that the shadow is so heavy that once they face it, they don't know what they'll do with it. And I've had this said many times to me from my clients where they're like, you know, with these meditations that we're doing and this work that we're doing, Veronica, and the psychotherapy work that we're doing, I, I, I've gone into places where I thought I was not going to come back, you know, these really deep, dark night, not, uh, shadows of the night or dark, or dark nights of the soul. 
And we've always talked about, you know, reaching out always for help when you get to those points, right? But how it's not only safe, but when you actually are able to sit through that, you get to the ultimate truth, which is the release of guilt and self-awareness and realization that who you truly are and how whole and complete and powerful you truly are, whether you believe that spiritually or whether you believe that even scientifically, because, you know, we are 50 trillion cells of energy you can only imagine the potential that we have to co-create and so awareness is key for self-mastery if you don't know yourself not only will your shadows be used against you but you'll project them out into this world and you'll basically without accepting them you'll create that experience in relationships in adventures and people in jobs it'll basically show up for you as a mirror to reflect back that love and compassion until you bring that mind back to the third step, which is what we're talking about in the levels of self-mastery, which is ultimately mind training. You know that you are reaching a level of self-mastery or you're on the path of self-mastery if you're consistent with your mind training. You know, Jesus Christ went away from the ages of 12 to 33. And there are so many stories and so many ev- and so much evidence of his his uh, basically training that he took meditating in the caves of Egypt, going around teaching rebirth, reincarnation, really, that's what he was here to teach us. Same thing with Buddha meditated until he could become enlightened. Anybody who does anything in this world really, and I'm talking about legacy, meaning not, you know, I saved the world, but in essence delivered their Dharma with their soul was here to do they had a trained mind. And the thing is that we are now in the age of Aquarius. Kundalini Yoga is the mother of awareness. She was only available as a tool to royalty. It's a Raj Yoga. So you had to have been a king or a queen or something of a yogi to actually know these mantras, to know these sacred mudras and these this uh, the technology of si- and energy of science in essence. We are now in the age of Aquarius. We all have access to these tools. It's up to you if you're going to integrate them or not, because we all have free will. That's the one thing we do have. And there's no good or bad. We all have our own karma that we're all processing and dealing with. I have, I judge no one. Yet I also do know that only about 1% actually are practicing and integrating and doing the inner work and, and, and knowing that they can reach the levels of mastery, just like Buddha just like Christ. And how does this relate? This might seem esoteric or mystical, but how does that relate to your 3D physical life that you're experiencing? Well, I'm talking about sovereignty in all areas of your life, healed relationships, conscious relationships, because you've healed the relationship with yourself, a trained mind. I'm talking about successful businesses. I'm talking about dharmic businesses that come from your heart, not from competition or from replica or following someone else because you think that what they did was cool. It's knowing yourself, being authentic, and then being able to show up as yourself. No apologies. Because you know what happens then? And this is one of the things that I told one of my clients today because she was saying how it's easier for her now to show up uh, with her face on social media, taking pictures of herself where before she would never do that. And I said to her, you know what? Do that more. Because the more that you love yourself and the more that you show up, authentically as you, the more you're giving permission for other women to do it as well. 
So thank you for doing that because I commented on one of her pictures of how beautiful she looked. And it's the truth. It's not ego in the way of I'm better. It's I came as a phoenix rising. I trained my mind to love myself, to honor myself, to know who I am. And now I show up unapologetically as me. And that's when you know you're on that level of mastery. And it takes training, ladies. It takes, I wish I could tell you that for me, it was overnight. But this is why my priority, my discipline, my number one is my appointment with myself, which is on this mat every morning at 345 in the morning for two and a half hours, rain or shine, awake or asleep. I'm right here making that appointment with myself. Because the most important training and the only healing that ever happens is at the level of the mind. As Sylvia says, that's what's happening to me too. Yes, beautiful. And I'm seeing it too. You look gorgeous and radiant. I really mean that. Like I really, really mean that. And you're going to get that more and more. And then the next level of growth for you is to accept those compliments because I truly mean that. And the people that are telling you, they're not telling you anymore because they're trying to get something from you. Like they truly mean that. So get used to it. It's going to be women, men everywhere. I'm sure you're already experiencing it all the time. My husband and kids, I mean, they meditate too. So their energy's completely shifted too. But we're so used to it. We just like talk to people like at Fry's at the grocery store, like, oh my God, your energy and your energy. And it's just like, oh, you just look so beautiful and you this and that. And that's just what you start to attract. And then you just start to allow yourself to receive it because you also know how much work you've put in to dismantle that old self that never loved herself, that never showed up for herself, that never honored herself. So it's a big shift. And this is where, this is the fruits of the labor, right? This is where we start to accept these gifts. And so three things, very simple, right? Are you on the level? Are you on the pathway to self-mastery or not? Emotions, recognizing them as not good or bad awareness very important and key and number three is you need the training you need the mind training we all do we all need to remember exactly who we are and mind training spiritually is god realizing herself through you if you want to talk neuroscientifically i'm talking about using sound frequency kundalini yoga mantra to basically create a new sound a new energetic uh dharmic point in the brain so the brain running on these same thoughts and emotions, same programs, 90% of your day. If you come in with new sound frequency, which is the science of Kundalini energy or science of Kundalini yoga, then basically you're installing a new sound frequency to rewrite new neural pathways in the brain. You're allowing the frontal cortex of the brain to start to open up, allowing yourself to release yourself from addictive programs like uh, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, and forgiveness, forgiveness. Because ultimately, let me tell you, any physical illness, any emotional instability, all of it is going to be a lesson in forgiveness. And one of the things that I said to, I don't even know where I said it, in my membership group or somewhere in my coaching with my clients, um, is that one of the things that A Course in Miracles teaches us is that there is no difficulty in miracles. And there's also no difficulty in forgiveness. So the way I saw this is if you're having a hard time with creating miracles in your life, it's probably because you're having a really hard time forgiving. Because just the way you can forgive the person 
that cut you off. You can forgive the murderer or you can forgive the abuser of your childhood. And it's not per se easy, but what I'm telling you is that there is a pathway and that is what has been set out for you in the Sovereign Woman Academy because it's a combination of releasing these memories from the body to clear the emotions, acceptance of the emotions, but it's also the spiritual psychotherapy, which is what? It's the awareness. It's coming into awareness of the delusional stories we keep telling ourselves and how we basically not forgive others and put that venom back into ourselves. And I'm not talking about enabling. What I'm talking about is miracles, which is shifts in perception. That's what a miracle is. And that's why I combine the SWC method of Kundalini Yoga therapy and of course, a miracle spiritual psychotherapy, which I've been a student of since 2008. I've been teaching it now for more than three years. I mean, together it is a foundational system for mind training, for mind healing, and for truly reclaiming your sovereignty in all areas of your life. And it takes showing up for yourself, which is why we do go through an application process to make sure you're actually ready. But not only will you have like modules to work from in a portal that'll help you through the emotions and becoming aware of them and the spiritual psychotherapy, but every single week you actually are part of a, a live virtual call with me, a Monday night coaching call where you can send in your questions anonymously or you can send them in um, where I can coach you in front of your community. The community is there to support you on this journey. There's a big reason why I created it as a group coaching program. And one of those reasons is uh, as women, it's very important to find others that are on this path as well to reclaiming their sovereignty and those that are ready to stop telling the story of I'm not good enough or I don't know what to do with these emotions or how do I bring healing fully home? And so it's a very important aspect of as well. So you're actually given 120 days to finish the eight modules that are given to you. And then if you are done with the 120 days, uh, within the 120 days with those modules, then you can stay and be part of the community and continue to be part of our virtual meditation center, which is open to you every single day of the year. And also be part of, like I said, the coaching and the mentorship that you get. But yeah, it's a journey. It's a process but it's definitely something that's attainable. And if it's something that you're listening to right now, maybe this is something that this full moon in cancer is bringing to your awareness and to the light for a big, big reason. So if you're interested in knowing more about the Academy, you can actually click on the link in my bio. There'll be a, click, a link below here as well on Facebook. It's veronicabarraganiam.com forward slash SWA, SWA. And there you'll know a little bit more about the academy, what does it include? And then, like I said, there's an application process, questions they'll, you'll answer, I'll get them back and review your application and then we'll be in touch right after that. And Sylvia says, totally worth it. And you definitely, well, all of you all are amazing, but I can, the transformation and shining student and all the things that have manifested for you, Sylvia, like I get so excited um, when you share with us in your, in our coaching call, just because some of the miracles that you've been going through are just so hard opening. So congratulations, sister. So well-deserved, so well-deserved. And I'll see you tonight, of course. <laughs> so um, again, you can go to the link in my bio and find out more about that. And again, ladies, this is not a time to bypass our own healing, especially as it relates to emotions. This full moon in cancer, one thing I will say is don't shoot the messenger. Allow yourself to receive this awareness. Allow yourself to, to gain more uh, also 
wisdom through it and know that everything is always happening for us. Everything's always happening for us. And there's a minute that we stop asking why and instead starts to ask, what can I learn? That's the minute that the miracles will start to show up in your life. So thank you so much for being part of this community. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Thank you for sharing this podcast with others. It really means a lot to me and it means a lot to our movement of women that are reclaiming their sovereignty in all areas of their life. I'll be back again next Wednesday around noonish to continue the conversation. And of course, if you have any questions you want to shoot my way, send them to me via DM and I'll, um, we can create a podcast episode around that. Thanks again. Be blessed. And I will see you all soon. Happy full moon.